American soldiers in the South Seas chose a slang word, a password, if you will, Lollapalooza. They would shout out into the darkness. It was a slang word meaning something extraordinary and unusual. Often during the war, certain Japanese enemies know how to speak fluent English and would call out like a friend in the darkness, only for the American soldiers to be ambushed and sometimes even killed. So much so, they formed a password. Lola Palooza. To clarify, you must understand that the Americans knew that the Japanese had a great difficulty pronouncing the L, and it often came out sounding like an R. So when our troops heard an English-speaking voice in the darkness, they would not assume it was their friends. They would shout out the password. So when the Japanese, as hard as they tried, would still shout back a mispronounced rah-rah, Parusa, warning our great American soldiers to take cover and be ready to fight. It was all about identifying the enemy. Guys, thank you so much for tuning back into the podcast. I'm your host, Nathan French. Today we're going to be talking about apostolic identity and learning how to identify the voice of the enemy. There's a scripture in Judges chapter 12 that talks about Sibboleth and Shiboleth. And we're going to talk about the difference of identifying who was who in Judges 12 and how we can apply it to our lives today. It's going to be a great episode. I'm excited to spend time with you. Let's go. Sometimes you just have to let Scripture speak for itself. That's exactly what we're going to do today. Judges chapter 12 and verse 4. Then Jephthah gathered together all the men of Gilead and fought with Ephraim. And the men of Gilead smote Ephraim because they said, Ye Gileadites are fugitives of Ephraim among the Ephraimites and among the Manassites. All right, keep reading with me in verse 5 and 6, because this is where it gets really good. And the Gileadites took the passages of Jordan from the Ephraimites, and it was so that when those Ephraimites which were escaped said, Let me go over. And the men of Gilead said unto him, Art thou an Ephraimite? Okay, so just to paint the picture for you, they're trying to identify the difference between the Gileadites and the Ephraimites. And so literally in Scripture, Judges 12, you can see that they would they would have them call out. In Scripture, they give them a password. It says, Art thou an Ephraimite? If he said no, then said he unto him, Say Shiboleth. And he said Siboleth for he could not frame to pronounce it right. Then they took him and slew him at the passages of Jordan, and there fell at that time of the Ephraimites forty 
and two thousand. Forty two thousand people died in Judges 12 because of one letter. The difference in Shiboleth and Siboleth. It's missing an H. But they knew to identify them. They would need a password to identify the people of God. You know, the church faces a unique dynamic in this hour because the devil is trying to infiltrate the church by pretending to be something and someone that he is not. He will call out in the night, trying to sound as though he is your friend. But ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you today on the podcast that the devil is capable of disguising his voice and the church needs to be able to identify the voice of the enemy. Second Corinthians 11 and 13 says, For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. My friends, we're living in the last days, and we've got to learn how to identify the voice of the enemy. The voices can be deceptive, but if we'll devise a plan of action, we have our own Lollapalooza. We have our own password. If we'll walk in the Spirit, God will help us identify what is of Him and avoid what is of this world. I have felt the Lord dealing with me in the last months, dealing with me, uh, to be honest, concerning my ability to discern and have wisdom when listening to voices coming out of the darkness. Because, guys, let's face it, there's a lot of false information out there today. There's a lot of false doctrine out there today. And I don't know about you, but I want to have the Spirit of God living inside me. I want it to be able to speak to me and help me discern uh, what is, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothing. I want to be able to discern that. Don't you? And I believe God's helped me. I want to try to help somebody today. The Holy Ghost spoke to my spirit recently saying, it, it, it said this, I'm just going to share it with you at, at the risk of sounding super spiritual. You can take it or leave it, but I've felt it in my spirit. It's The Holy Ghost spoke to me and said, our culture doesn't need a revival of loving good. We need a revival of hating evil. Hmm. I'm going to say that one more time. Our culture doesn't need a revival of loving good. We need a revival of hating evil. And I came prepared to lose somebody right here, so here's my clarification. We are not supposed to hate those that do evil, but we are supposed to hate the evil and the darkness that is trying to entrap them. And this is where the church is getting a little mixed up in identifying the voice of the enemy because the culture is preaching to us that we have to accept everything. And that if we don't accept everything, we're hateful, we're racist, we're bigots. If we think there's anything wrong with anybody or anything, then the word hate is written across the canvas. 
But don't distrust me. What does the Bible say? Here we go. Psalm 97 and 10. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. Proverbs 8.13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. Amos 5 and 15 says, Hate the evil and love the good. The church is good at loving good, but we're bad at hating evil. We've learned to love, but God help us. We need a revival that hates darkness, that pushes against darkness. We need a good old-fashioned intolerance for darkness. And if you'll get close to God and fall in love with holiness and righteousness, the voices calling from the darkness won't sound right. Are you hearing me right now? When you fall in love with holiness and darkness and evil and the things from hell begin to repulse you because you are closer to the things of God. When you get close to God, you'll stop swearing. I'm going to help somebody right now. You won't struggle with profanity if you'll get close to God. You won't struggle with inappropriate jokes and humor if you would get close to God. I don't know who I'm helping right now, but I'm just going to let him use me. (laughs) You know, the, the culture pushes against this, that you could take a stand for something. We have to love people. We have to love them in the midst of the darkness. But we don't have to love the darkness. We don't have to love the sin and the the tactics from the enemy that's trying to destroy that precious human life. And we have a responsibility as the church to stand against darkness. And when you draw closer to God, The voices from the darkness won't sound right. They won't be able to pronounce it right. You'll tie the hands of the enemy. And we're going to get to what our password is in a few moments. The military term for shouting out a difficult password, distinguished by pronunciation, was called a shibboleth, and it originated in the book of Judges. The Gileadites and the Ephraimites were involved in a civil war. There was an accusation and explanation and a confrontation that all happened in the first seven verses of Judges chapter 12. The people of Gilead were fed up with the people of Ephraim. To make a long story short, the Ephraimites liked to talk the talk, but they didn't like to walk the walk. And the Bible says that Jephthah was fed up. It says that the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together and went northward and said unto Jephthah, Wherefore passed thou over the fight against the children of Ammon, and didst not call us to go with thee? We will burn thy houses upon thee with fire. Now, since you're listening to the Noteworthy Podcast, here's the Nathan French translation. Hey, you guys looked really cool winning that victory over there. Why didn't you ask us to go with you so we could look good, too? 
Judges 12 and 2. And Jephthah said unto them, I and my people were at great strife with the children of Ammon. And when I called you, you delivered me not out of their hands. Back to the Nathan French translation. I tried to ask for your help, but you didn't want to help me until after you saw how victorious I was going to look. And so it is with the church today. Some people like to claim the title of Christian and step into a victory that has already been won for them when they don't want to go into battle. They want to be identified as a soldier, but they don't want to fight in the battle. Jephthah was done with Ephraimites pretending to be something they were not. They had one big division, their accents. Ephraimites could not pronounce the S-H sound, the sh sound. So Jephthah told his men, if you see an Ephraimite pretending to be a Gileadite, ask them. <laughs> Guys, you have to bear with me. Sometimes you have to see the humor here in scripture. Look, he says, if, if you see an Ephraimite pretending to be one of us, here's what I want you to do. Ask them to say Shibboleth. Judges 12 and 6. Then said they unto them, Hey, say now Shibboleth. And he said, Sibboleth. For he could not frame to pronounce it right. Then they took him and slew him at the passages of Jordan. And there fell at that time of the Ephraimites 42,000 people. Forty. Two thousand people died that day because they were pretending to be something and somebody they were not. I don't know about you, but I don't want to waste my life pretending to be something that I'm not. Brothers and sisters, we don't have time to play church. We've got to be the church. We don't have time to fake it. We've got to faith it and be the real thing. I'm a soldier. I've heard it over and over again. Oh, but can't nobody tell me how to dress? Nobody can tell me how to wear my hair. Nobody can tell me how to live. Oh, I'm a soldier, but I'm my own commander. Okay, that's fine. But if you're a soldier of the United States Army, they would tell you how you were going to dress. They would determine how you would wear your hair. They would tell you when to go to bed and when to get up. Why do they obey these things with ease and a good spirit? What is it about these tough soldiers that will listen to instructions? It's simple. They want to be a soldier, and they know that they can't be a soldier without a commanding officer. They've got a job to do, so they don't mind listening to their commanding officer. They're a soldier of the United States of America. Brothers and sisters, we are soldiers in the army of the Lord. You can keep on saying, nobody can tell me what to do, 
all day. And that's okay. Just don't plan on being a soldier. But as for me and my house, I will pick up the word of God and listen to my commanding officer. He can tell me anything he wants because I want to be a soldier in his army. Identification always requires separation. There's a word I want you to get in the forefront of your mind at the back half of this podcast, and that word is identity. We are identified with Christ when we are separated from darkness. It becomes a part of our identity. We are separated from darkness when we are born again of the water and the Spirit. I don't take vacations from holiness. I don't take vacations from righteousness. My wife doesn't diminish her standards on vacation because she's a soldier in the army of the Lord. She wears her uniform everywhere that she goes. If you handed me a thousand dollars, all different denominations, the first rule of counting is to start separating, separating the fives from the tens and so on. To identify the different bills, you separate them so they can be properly counted. And when God counts us to be a part of his kingdom, he separates us from the world. Second Corinthians 6 and 17, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. You know, we went on vacation quite a few years ago. I believe it was my wife and I's first anniversary. We've been married six years now, six of the best years of my life. Praise God. And shout out to my beautiful wife, Rachel, on the podcast today. She's my better three quarters, the better part of everything that I do. But uh, Rachel's mother made her a swim dress. Now, um, if you've ever been to an apostolic church, um, you probably have seen that the women uh, wear dresses. They distinguish themselves from the world. They're separated from the world. Uh, Apostolic women do not uh, cut their hair. Um, There's a gender distinction that is very prominent within the apostolic church. And uh, I'm not going to dive too deep into that, but it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And it's a, we can go deep into that on another episode. If you have questions, please email me or comment. I'd love to have a Bible study with you about that. Um, but she had a swim dress and we were on a cruise in, uh, and we went to Mexico and there's all these ladies there and we decided to go into the underground uh water uh, in the caves. It was a river in a cave (laughs) underground. And there was all these ladies. Obviously, my wife and I looked a little different from the rest of the crowd. Uh, They didn't look too holy. They didn't look too modest. Uh, Just to help you paint the picture, and here we are. Rachel's in her swim dress, perfectly modest. And we're down here in these caves. And I remember that the ladies were so drawn uh, to Rachel. Uh, my wife, and they started asking her questions about 
Why are you wearing a dress? Are, are you comfortable in that? Are you, are you uncomfortable in that? And as we went deeper into the cave, it, it got very cold. And Rachel had an opportunity. Uh, okay, here's the thing. When you live for God and you're apostolic and you're put in situations like this, you have a decision to make. You can either feel uncomfortable that you don't look like everybody else, or you can use the fact that you don't look like everybody else to reach somebody and witness to them and let them know that you're not like everybody else because you're a child of God and you live according to the word of God. There's a light inside of you. And I'll never forget at the end of that excursion, there were five different women that gathered around Rachel to ask her about her standards and her convictions. And they wanted to know more about the church that she went to. There is a light inside of you, young ladies, when you dress holy, when you set yourself apart from the world, you are putting on a uniform. And the same goes for men, but but us men, we have it easy compared to the ladies in the apostolic world because you set us apart from the world. It's the beauty of holiness and you take it wherever you go. And it's a part of our identity. It's who we are. Don't be afraid to put on the uniform and don't pretend to be something that you're not. We are not children of the darkness. We are children of the light. We have to learn how to distinguish the voices from the darkness. Ladies and gentlemen, there are voices that will come from the world that are not speaking to help you but to destroy you. But I want to tell you, to distinguish the voice of the enemy, let me tell you the password. We've got our own shibboleth here today when identifying the enemy. We have our own lullapalooza. The enemy can pronounce it because if they spoke it, it would shake the very foundations of the hell that they live in. Your strategy... And your shibboleth is to speak the name of Jesus. The gates of hell would dare not pronounce it, for it destroys their very kingdom. Acts 4 and 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Begin to fight. Listen to your commanding officer. I'm a soldier. I want to fight. We've got to be real. We've got to love holiness. We've got to hate evil. And the enemy is stuttering right now at the mention of that name because the enemy is rendered speechless in his reply because we've identified him. We've called him out for who he is. And I am identified with Christ. I am a soldier in his brigade. I'm a part of his elite unit. I don't have to pretend to be something I'm not. I stand here today holding a powerful identity in Jesus Christ. Let's pray together, shall we? Lord, I pray for each individual that's tuned into the podcast today. Lord, I pray that they would find their identity in you and you alone. Our identity cannot be from the world. 
Our identity cannot be from platforms that we stand on or opportunities that we're given. It has to come from you and you alone. God, I pray, Lord, that you would encourage someone that's listening right now. God, I pray for those listening that are struggling to draw lines in the sand and set biblical standards in their lives. Lord, help us to draw closer to you. Help us to identify the voice of the enemy and help us to call on your name so that the enemy has to flee in the name of Jesus Christ. If you're listening right now and you're driving your car or you're jogging or you're at work, you ought to just speak the name Jesus and go ahead and clear the enemy out of your vicinity because they have no choice but to flee at the mention of that name. Isn't that awesome? What a privilege. The only reason that the devil fights holiness is because it does matter. Separation from the world matters. Guys, I love you so much. It's always such an honor and a privilege to be a part of your weekly routine. I pray that this blesses you. Thank you for all those that have left five-star ratings and reviews. Please continue to do so. It's making such a difference on the show. And I love and appreciate you all so much. Looking forward to some exciting guests coming up on the podcast. Can't wait to share those with you. Love you all dearly. We'll see you next time on the Noteworthy Podcast. God bless.